I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. All right, folks. Uh, not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Uh, is the uh, is, is the phrase for this one. Um, this is a first uh, because we have the first ever uh, New York Times bestseller on the cast. Uh, we also have a man who is a, a solo practitioner, which means he did his job so well he hired himself. Uh, and uh, and somebody that I love seeing in the gloom, man, just always brings a smile to my face. Uh, so Lansbury. Uh, it's good to see you, man. You you are just for folks that are listening. Um, this is you know multiple times we've had another uh, lawyer that's dressed way better than Pony, and Lansbury did not disappoint. So, uh, guys, looking pretty fresh. Well, look, I I knew I knew I had to to up on the polo shirt game, and uh, I brought it. I brought it today, but no tie because because I want to show that I'm relatable. I'm casual and cool, so that's you, that's how we do. You look good, man. Hey, I'm where we like to. Us where we like to start these man is just um tell us about the first workout what was it like uh and then uh, we want to hear you know if you remember who was on the queue maybe your your least favorite or favorite thing about it and then how did we land on the name okay i think well it was it was the second week of the coop it, the coop had just started up um I'd been getting, that's right bagak bagak I'd been getting peer pressured from toadstool and tugboat for like two straight years and uh and finally like literally that morning i was probably gonna fart sack but tugboat showed up at my front door and he's not a guy you say no to so i got in the car and i i believe brazilian was on the queue and i, I don't recall like in hindsight i'm sure it wasn't hard like you know i think we did some 11s on the little hill there I remember very quickly needing to splash Merlot um, and because I was I had been I'd been in good running shape. But um, F3 has some additional elements to it that I was not prepared for. And so it was really hard, but I, I stuck with it. I modified as needed. And um, I know and it was it was a great workout. And then we got in the circle and uh, immediately it was clear to me that Tugboat had some strong ideas as to what my name should be. Because uh, there was some guy started and Tugboat just yells, Lansbury, his name is Lansbury. I'm like, oh, okay. And and his rationale was that he he wanted to name me Matlock, but there are some other F3 Matlocks in America, I guess, but there was no Lansberries. And he knows that I uh, I love classic 80s shows and I... I had a couple of weeks before I started, I had finished writing my first book. And so she was in a classic 80s show and wrote books. And so they, the rest is history. Yeah. And for those that don't know, Lansbury is actually Angela Lansbury from Murder, She Wrote, right? Yes. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, <laughs> which so, is, which is just great. A couple months back when she passed away, after you guys were sending me texts like my grandma died, they're like, like Lansbury, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you know, that sweet old British lady wasn't my grandma, right? Like, it's okay. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Did someone actually <laughs> gift you the headband? Oh, so no, they, the Lansbury hat, uh, I, th I think I'd seen a couple guys with cool hats, maybe like Q-Tip and U-Haul have cool like hats. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to do a little Amazon Angel Lansbury hat search. And uh, I found that monstrosity that you have seen. And it took, it must have been on the slow boat from China, because that thing took like two months to get to me. But uh, it's pretty bad. It, my wife, when she sees me in it, has a visceral response, where she's just like, like, it costs $7. And she's still like, that is so stupid. That is so stupid that you bought that. <laughs> What I what I love about that story, you're like, I think someone just posted on Amazon just to see if you'd get a bite. Like they weren't actually going to produce it, and then oh, yeah, no. I mean, some it's, sucker it's, actually bought it, and that's why it took so long. A joke, but <laughs> it's not a real item, because <laughs> it would be for like me, 
and some octogenarians out there. We're the only ones that would want that hat. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, let's let's back up a little bit. Um, you know, you had said that you know you were getting EH by by Toadstool and and Tugboat before for for quite a while. I mean. I guess, where were you at kind of in your fitness journey? I mean, it sounded like you already had some connections in F3 too. So where were you yeah, well, in terms of a fellowship standpoint? Thing. Like once I started coming, I realized like it was like one degree of separation. Like I already knew Brazilian and a bunch of the guys I, I had seen at different gatherings and stuff. I So I had uh, starting in 2019, I had um, really gotten into running because I had gained a bunch of weight. And, I, you know, I was getting your classic dad bod and I uh, wasn't happy with it. And I used to be a runner back in high school. So I just started running uh, forever. Like I would just go on these huge runs while my kids were practicing. And and ultimately, I ended up doing tugboat and I trained for half marathon. And we did that. And, and it was great. I lost like 50 pounds doing it. It was awesome. Uh, but I was finding like around like early springtime, my body was kind of starting to break down because, you know, I, I've got that personality where I just, you know, kind of keep like a very F3, where I just kind of keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And like, just, you know, my knees were breaking down and I was, you know, my feet were breaking down and I'm like, yeah, I probably should get some other, <laughs> get some other stuff in the mix here. Cause I can't, I'm not a young man. I can't just keep running like 10 miles every day. And so that's, why I decided to give it a go. And now, I mean, the irony is now if I go for a run once a week, I'm lucky because I'm so freaking tired from F3. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And my guess is the first workout maybe wasn't that challenging for you because Brazilian was on the queue. Um, well, <laughs> no, it's like, look, it felt hard. It felt hard to me. I, I am assured it was easy, but it's, it felt very, very difficult, but um, yeah. No, we're, I'm just doing a mic check there to see if, if Brazilian's still tuning in. Um, but no, I, you know, in, in all seriousness, I, one of the questions I had for you is you're, so, um, you know, you're, you're the type of guy that's always making other people smile. Right. And, and, you know, when you read like, like free to lead, you hear about, you know, maybe a guy putting on that face, but not really feeling that way. But I get this really genuine feel from you that you just like to make other people laugh. So as, as you started in the group, how did you expand beyond, you know, uh, tugboat and, and toadstool and build those relationships? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so weird. Cause yeah, I mean, I, in many ways, like I do feel like I'm the like opposite of a lot of the dudes in F3, but it ends like, it ends up kind of fitting perfectly because so many guys, like I love every guy in F3, but there's so many guys who are like deadly serious. Like they are out there and like, like we will do this and it is in cadence and here we go. And those are kind of like my favorite guys to kind of like poke a little bit because everybody's so scared of them. And I like to have a little fun. And so, but it's, I don't know, I found that it, it works, it works well. And I, I, I said, I said this before, I said this kind of at the shovel flag pass the other day that like, I, as far as leadership goes, I am like one of the, I'm the Muppets up in the balcony. We're like, it's, I'm like, I'm like saying something like someone's giving a heartfelt speech and I'm like, mm, whatever, like, you know, but but it's it is it's it's had a good impact on me because it has exposed me to like kind of personalities and mentalities that I would never get to be around and and these guys would never be around like I don't know yeah I guess we we talk about sad clowns I guess I'm the happy clown of F3 where it's you know it's it's a lot of fun somebody told me this morning they like I love being at workouts with you Lansbury because you nobody complains more than you in a way that makes me laugh during the workout. Like, because we had to go around this morning and like, Oompa's like, pick your favorite exercise. And someone immediately picked Merkins. I'm like, this is your favorite exercise. This is, you are, you are dumb. This is a dumb choice and you're a dumb person for choosing. <laughs> well, no, I think, you know what? I think that's actually needed because I think you're right there. We can't often get into this persona like it's going to be a very serious and hard thing and and to take it very seriously so i love that you're bringing some some brevity to the you know or some some lightness because it's like i mean look we all know if you put f3 on paper it looks ridiculous like it is like we are meeting like first of all always outside we live in nebraska guys always it is you can't be outside for eight months of the year and but we do this and like 
it's early in the morning and we are middle-aged dudes. Like it's like everything should be going against it. So if you can't go in there and like crack some jokes and have some fun with yourself, like I would go, I would go crazy. So that's, I don't know. That's, that's the only way I can make it palatable to myself. And I, that's, that's so needed as Pony mentioned. And I'm curious your thoughts. Cause I, I think like for me, you know, I'm, I still struggle with like allowing myself to have fun, you know, I'm like, well, I got to maintain good burpee form and, you know, and <laughs> so like when, but when, when there's a guy like you around, it helps me to sort of, you know, not take myself so seriously. And I need that. So thank you for being, being well, that guy. I mean, but you guys are in a tough spot too. Cause it's, I mean, I see you guys and my guys like, you know, tater tot wait time, kind of, you know, the, the pillars of F3 Omaha. And it's tough. Cause like, in a way, unlike for me, like you guys have guys eyeballs on you, like like what's watching you be like, what does F3 mean? Like what's, are, are these like, you know, in a way where no no one mistakes me for being in charge of F3 Omaha. So it's, I can do whatever I want, it's easy. <laughs> well, I, I guess where I was going and it's funny, I don't I don't see myself as a pillar of, of much at all. Um, I help this desk that I'm in front of to stay up during the day, but that's about it. I, <laughs> I am curious your thoughts, though, on how maybe humor has opened the door for the second half piece. Have you Has that been your experience where maybe you'll say something funny and that allows a guy to oh, find kind of a safe place? Absolutely. No, I mean, I've I've had um, it's been a really pleasant experience because I've had F3 guys come up and say, you know, they're a little bit skeptical about F3. And then like we would have some workouts together and like kind of the fact that a guy like me could exist in F3 gave them a permission structure to be there. Cause again, like if, if this goofball can like, and that's what I tell people, I'm like, guys, if I can do this, literally anybody can do this. Like you've, you can do it. They're like, do, do not worry. Like, what was it? I think it was one of Oompa's first workouts. We were at the coop and, and someone was trying to give a very heartfelt COT. But since right near the med center, there was like 10,000 helicopters right overhead and you couldn't hear anything and so the guy who was giving the talk i forget it was was like getting really getting really kind of embarrassed and because you know he was like doing a heartfelt cot and so i just i just started yelling i go from back to the future i go i've got to tell you about the future like you know trying to get doc and and oompa said for some reason that tickled him so much that he's like oh i guess I, if this guy can exist in f3 i can because i think he'd been he's a very funny guy and he'd been kind of nervous to kind of show that before then. I'm like, Oh no, dude, let, let the funny flag fly. Let's go. And I think that's, again, I think that's so important that it, we're breaking down those barriers where it is an invitation for guys to come in and be themselves. I mean, the, we talk about it all the time. Like the goal here is to create an environment where people can be vulnerable and what, what is being vulnerable? It's being your like authentic self. Right. Mm -hmm. And we can't truly be open to all men if, we're not going to be accepting of that. Um, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying, well, look, and I, I grew up in small town, Nebraska, acting the way I act. I am used to being an outsider who, you know, just is not a typical dude. And, it, and I just, I had to get comfortable with that a long time ago. And if you can't, you're going to have a tough go. Cause yeah, it's like, I, I'm, I'm never going to be like, there, there's, there are guys in F3 that I admire that I just, I just can't be that guy. So yeah, you just gotta, you gotta be your authentic self. And, and that's been the great part is that there's, it's been warmly received, made very clear to me that there is a place for me in F3. And especially, I mean, as you guys know, I mean, these past couple of years have been tough years for everybody. So to have kind of this outlet, I mean, sometimes F3 in the morning is the only like adult conversation I get to have all day. It's great. Like, where nobody expects anything from me other than, you know, this guy's gonna, you know, hold my block while I do some sit-ups. Like it's, it's, it breaks it down to its component parts of existing and it is delightful. Well, and that kind of brings me, I guess, to my next question, which is, you know, you had some, some friends existing, you know, obviously you knew Brazilian tugboat, uh, toadstool before. I mean, where were you at in terms of fellowship there and how did that change as you kind of entered the group and, and got more involved well i mean it's it's been great i mean i can't i don't get to as many second f activities as i want to like i 
I try to get to, I got to like a trivia night the other night, but it's, I mean, I'm at that age and I'm sure you guys get that. We're like every night you're spoken for in terms of kid activities and sports and soccer and stuff. But I mean, when I joined in early 2021, you know, kind of coming off the worst of the pandemic, I mean, my social life was in the toilet. Like it was, you know, it would be great. You know, I'd, I'd hang out with friends via zoom. It was the lamest of, of possible things. And just, it has, it has opened it up in such a way. Cause I, cause before F3, I had lamented that like, after you turn 40, I felt like it, I was never, maybe I was never going to make another friend, right? Like, like how, how does one after 40 make new friends? Because I, at that point, I barely had time for my old friends, let alone like approaching someone and being like, Hey, do you got time this weekend to go catch a Like, what are we going to go catch a movie? What, what, come on. But it's, so many dudes, so many very different dudes, because I don't know, I, I don't know how you feel about this pony, but like, <laughs> and again, I love lawyers. I have way too many lawyer friends. I needed some friends that were not lawyers that I could, because it's, you know, it's definitely a type. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to just think through that, the, like, how do you make friends as you get older as a guy? Right. Like, that's um it really interesting thought. Um, I, I am curious too. I mean, cause I've, I've heard you uh, participate in Q source uh, and, and some of that stuff too. And so I'm curious, were those meaningful sort of components of, of gaining that fellowship piece? Well, I mean, I, I, I got to, retweet talked me to doing that Q source and he's a silver tongue devil. That's, that would usually be outside my comfort zone. Cause you know, back in the day I've, I've done, I've done Bible studies. I, I, uh, I considered a feather in my cap one time in college that I feel like I was the first person to ever get kicked out of a Bible study. <laughs> and it was, what was it? It was this really serious group of dudes. And in fairness, I was in the Bible study chasing a girl, all the purest reasons. Um, but there was this guy and he was like, he was going to be like a missionary or something. And he was asking all these questions and uh, and he was being kind of, real snippy about it. And I go, well, you're the missionary. He's like, well, in a way we're all missionaries. And I go, and in a more real way, you're an actual missionary. So, you know, like, what are we talking about here? And then like the next week is like, maybe it's best if you leave. I'm like, oh, come on, come on. So it's, but it was, no, the, the Q store stuff, it was, it was great. I, uh, retreat was very welcoming and, and it's a very safe space of dudes, but, um, I, I, I like that that exists, but I mean, I, I've still got to push myself to get out of that comfort zone because, man, oh, man, they, they, they yeah. raw, raw emotions in there. <laughs> I, I love that story because it's kind of like church people being church people, you know, of like, I don't know. I, and, I, and I'm and i a believer, right? I believe in, in Jesus, and um, but I've been to a lot of Bible studies, too, that are, are just like. You got to read the room. That was, that yeah. was Blake, Blake is actually in our Bible study. And he doesn't even go to our church. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no, I, a, a couple years ago, uh, so I go to St. Andrew's Methodist and they're great. We and we a couple years ago, they let us put on something we called Sabbath Night Live, where uh, I wrote a bunch of comedy sketches. And I and but it was like it was tough because you would have those people in there. I wanted I didn't want to offend anybody. But like to do like humor in the like it was a very thin line I had to walk. And so my two sketches I wrote were um, I did an open apology from Pontius Pilate where, you know, I dressed up like, you know, a Roman and I, I played it like Will Ferrell. I'm like, look, look, guys, the emperor really. I'm sorry about the whole Jesus thing. Elephant in the room. That's on me. Um, you know, but, so we did that. And then what was the other one? We, oh, I did, um, we did the Chris Farley show where I was interviewing Jesus, where I'm like, do you remember when you said um, that, like, um, everyone is forgiven? He's like, yeah, he's like, I is that true? Like, <laughs> and so that, those, those were good. And then I, I wrote a couple that we haven't done yet where it's, um, oh, we had Debbie Downer in a Bible study where she just kept bringing up problematic verses that bummed everybody out. This is awesome. I need to see that. Um, so I do want to before I, so this is a good segue into faith, but I do just want to comment because I think a lot of guys are maybe not able to attend all these second F events. And so just to encourage more guys that are, that are, are funny to be that way in the workouts. Cause for me, there's a lot 
of second F that occurs there. Um, but it's, it's somebody like you or somebody like flow pitch that's having a goofy conversation or, or, or at least, you know, helping guys make fun of themselves or not take it too seriously. And, um, so yeah, just thank you for being, being yourself. And then, you know, if other guys are listening and they've well, got, you know, you guys are welcome. I'm super awesome. I get it. Uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it is, I, I will say this, I get a lot more out of it than I feel like I put in because yeah. it's, it, it fills my cup every morning. It's usually the best part of my day, which given that I'm frequently doing burpees must mean it's really great because burpees suck. So yeah. Well, tell us about uh, just faith from your perspective, maybe the the journey that you've had. It sounds like you've, you're well, yeah, no, just, in church. But... Uh, raised Presbyterian. And if you've never been Presbyterian, all that means is you like church and meetings. That's what that means. Because uh, it would be like we would have church and then you would have like a meeting to be like discuss everything. And they would make us like vote on everything. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to, I don't need to do that. And uh, so when my, my parents moved, I grew up in Grand Island, they moved here and then they joined St. Andrews. So I gave that a try and, and it was, it was great. I mean, my wife was raised Catholic. So then that, let's just say that did a number on her. So just getting her to step foot back in any church is is whatever, but I, I bring the kids there and they love it. Super welcoming place. And so, yeah. Well, I guess, you know, I guess a follow-up to that would be, you know, our goal is to create some type of environment where we're encouraging those things to encourage the acceleration of your faith in some way or another, whatever your faith may be. Um, do you feel like we do a good job of like creating that environment? Well, we do. I, you know, I've had, I've had a couple talks lately. You know, some guys, again, be, I think because I'm kind of seen as like a safe person to talk to, some guys are kind of frustrated with like the super Christian feel of it sometimes. And that's tough because I would, I mean, I would, I, I don't know the numbers, but I would go out on them to say the vast majority of F3 guys are probably some version of Christian, right? And so, you know, obviously that's what they're going to bring to the table, but it's, you know, you also want to feel like you're open and welcome. And and I, and I feel like we are, I mean, it, again, I think if, if the worst thing that people can say, cause, cause again, it's not like, it's not a huge part of the workout. And, and cause that's some, some guys that I try to EH the, the faith part of it is, is what stops them. It's not the working out part. It's not the fellowship part. It's them like, Oh, I hear you pray. And I'm like, guys, you can't, I cannot emphasize enough that it is the safest, most open. Like, it's like, Hey, my dad's having surgery this week. Okay. I'll pray for you. Like full stop. That's, that's all it is. It's just a support thing. And, and I think, I think F3 does do a very good job of that. But I mean, I think it's, I think we have to walk that line of, because again, we also have like, like legit ministers and pastors in F3. So like, of course, you know, they're going to be the guys to lead the prayer. And of course, they're going to sound like they're in the pulpit because they're awesome. And that's what they do. Uh, but no, I've I've never felt uncomfortable. But I mean, it's definitely a, a flavor of that. Um, but I, I don't I don't see a way around that. Like, because any way around that is just going to be put us putting on airs, right? Like, would it be more authentic for us to be like, and today we shall pray to Muhammad. Like, I don't, you know, I don't I don't think that's going to help anything. So no, I mean, I think, I think the way we do it is is definitely working, and I think it's going to naturally improve as because I mean, we've even from two years ago when I joined, we've expanded so much, and I think as we get more religiously diverse dudes in the fold, I think you're going to see the flavor kind of mix and and match there, and I think that's going to naturally happen, and I think that's. That's probably the only authentic way to do it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, to your point, I think the feedback is is important feedback, right? I mean, hearing this and hearing that guys are talking to you about something like this is, I mean, maybe not necessarily a call to action right now, but something for us to be aware of. So, and, and maybe it's not, hey, today, you know, Greg's praying and he's going to pray to Muhammad. It's, hey, we're just open to whoever prays. You could go, I like Plague likes to say, you could worship a rock if you want. If if today's the rock's turn to to get a prayer, then then he's leading the prayer, right? It's it's just one of those, you know, you know, if the F3 guys had it to take back, 
they would have chosen another letter. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they would have chosen another letter than Q. How would they know? How would they have known? <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it, it's interesting because I think you're just, it's just a a higher power, right? Somebody greater than you, right? It just can't be you. That's, I think, the only well, And to me, it works because, and again, I, I this is, this is, take this with all the seriousness, but when I first started going to F3, I go, I like it clicked one day. I go, oh my God, Toadstool. F3 is AA for guys that don't know they need to stop drinking yet. Like yeah. that's, that, that's, that's what it is because it's, we're praying to a higher power, whatever that is. We have steps that we follow, you know, where it's, it's all about support structures and healthy lifestyles. I'm like, oh God, this is, this is great. It's, it's AA, but guys can still go drink. Yeah. Well, I'll take your word for it since you're the missionary. Uh, hey, I'm going to you, you know what? You're out of here, Plague. You're out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I love it. And I do want to just dive into, um, you know, well, I guess I'm I'm curious, have, have you participated in AA or is that? No, 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 no. Okay. That's, I, uh, you know, many, many friends and family members that that has been a very positive thing for. But I, I mean, I will say if I, I know, I, I know this about myself that I, I cannot do anything in moderation. And so that's why I don't let, I don't do, I don't drink. I don't do any drugs. I don't smoke. I, I can't because mm. if I do, I do all of it. It is, mm. I, I just, I don't have that. And I know in my family, there's a history of that on both sides of not being able to do moderation. And so I mean, and that's, that's how I'm doing with F3. Like, I'm like, Oh, I'll go to F3 a little bit. And I'm like, I'm out there. I like post like six days a week. So it's, you know, so I, I have to, I force myself to do that. I, I even had to stop, like, I had to stop drinking caffeine. I couldn't, guys, I could not be trusted with caffeine. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, that, and good for you, man. I think that's good self-awareness there. I, I am curious, um, you know, so we've got this really uh, funny guy, right? He spreads spreads joy through humor. You've got a good good foundation of, of faith. But what um, what would you say, like, keeps you keeps you going or where do you find that that sort of hope or spark each day now do you mean what keeps me coming back to f3 or just like motivation in general uh both i would be curious both if it's different or maybe the same well i mean i this you know spoiler alert for the cot i'm giving this friday at my cinco de stinko workout at the uh golden spike but it's uh i remember uh two convergences ago wait time gave a talk uh, and I remember this about your third year in F3 and where like your first year, it's all fun and new and like, oh, it's just new. It's all new, new. And your second year, if you're really plugged in, you probably are a site queue. And that's, that was like literally on my one year anniversary, I took over the coop. And, he's, and he, and he said, just kind of word of warning, like your third year, you make sure you can still find some way to be motivated because it's, you know, you've done the leadership thing. You're unplugged from that. Um, everything's, nothing's new anymore. You kind of, you kind of are getting into your ruts. So you want to like make sure that you still have like motivation to get up. And, and so I, as I approached that two year anniversary, I kind of thought about what's still getting me up. And I think it's that second F I think it's, it's the dudes. Like, I mean, I, there's so many guys that I just like, Oh man, I like on rainy days. I'm like, Oof, but you know, gosh, that guy's, that guy's queuing. It's always a good time. Or like, or I promised this guy I'd go and pre-run. So I better go. And I, and I never regret it, but like, it's not, it's not my love of fitness. Like, sure. Does the wife love the abs? Yes. Elephant in the room. She loves the abs, but uh, it's, that's not, that's not what gets me out there. Uh, so, I mean, that's that I'd say personal life. I try to actively push myself out of my comfort zone. And, you know, that was like, like two years ago, I, uh, I I wrote that book with my cousin where like she would write a chapter, and I'd write a chapter and we got that done. And then, you know, I did like the Sabbath Night Life thing. And then, and then this year, my, so I have three kids. My middle child is my daughter and she is the Lansbury clone. And she is, and, and I, it's, I, she's going to have a tough road ahead of her, but, uh, but so she, she got the acting bug. So she, was in a play at the the JCC, the Jewish Community Center, and she loved it. And for the next time the play came around, they needed some parents to do some parts. And so I had not been in a play since I was 19 years old. 
And so I dusted off the chops and now she and I are in Matilda the musical together and it very far outside my current comfort zone. Um, and, but I just, I just kind of keep, you just got to keep pushing yourself, keep reinventing yourself. Cause man, I see guys that let it get stale and those are not happy dudes. You gotta, gotta keep it moving. Well, you know, I, I commend you for, for doing the things that get you outside your comfort zone. And I think for a lot of guys, that first post really is, you know, that first step outside of the comfort zone. Um, and, you know, and then even coming back is, is a is a tough thing to do. We always make the joke that the second post is is the hardest one, right? The first one, okay, yeah, it was really hard. I was reluctant to get out. But then, okay, you've seen it now, and now you have a real decision to make of whether or not this is something you want to commit to or not. This is why I maintain that we burn so many good F3 names on one-time posters. We, we got to say, you're not named until your second post. We'll see you then. Some, some regions do that, man, for sure. Um, hey, before we segue into leadership, just real quick, give us, uh, what, first of all, um, what date dates can oh. we go see you in, in Matilda? <laughs> uh, guys, it's, it's, it's sneaking up on us. June 1st, opening night. Um, and you may be wondering, are you guys ready? And I can assure you, we are not at the last <laughs> last, uh, last rehearsal. We are not ready, but it's 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 wonderful. There's like, it's me and like four other adults, and I kid you not, like thirty children are in this play. Thirty yeah. children uh, from ages six to seventeen, and they are insane. But I've I've forgotten. I mean, I was a theater kid, and I forgot how much I love these theater kids. Like they are. They are hot messes and they are wonderful and they're all weird. And I love them so much. Like I see them and I'm like, oh, you are my babies. You are my babies and I love you. I'm, and I'm going to protect you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, and which, uh, what was the play, Matilda? Matilda the Musical. So I play Miss um, Trunchbull's dad, Mr. Wormwood. <laughs> and so I have to bust out. I, I, I hate books. I hate books. And uh, and so I have a I have a solo and I have to talk in a Cockney accent. So I'm like, Matilda, you put them books away. Let me tell you what that's all about. So it's I have to, all, I have to go. Full wow. And uh, yeah, no. So it's it is it's a lot of fun. A lot of silly voices. The, again, the, the wife will be super glad when that Cockney accent is gone for keeps. Yeah, uh, she's heard it way too much around the house. I'll, I'll put the bat signal out. I'll, I'll make sure all the F3 dudes know they can come and. See the silly Lansbury up on yeah. the stage. We'll whoop it up. We I just watched that with my daughter um, on I don't know you know Netflix whatever and and oh, that, the your accent like, spot on man. The Netflix that, that was a great show. No, and that's one well, literally prior to I hadn't heard of Matilda the musical. Like they announced it in December, so then I watched that movie. I listened to the soundtrack. Had like one day to prepare, and then went to the audition. I'm like, oh, this well, this is clearly never gonna. But there you go. Love it. And then just a brief, maybe uh, name of the name of the book. And um, I don't know if you want to spoil the what the topic or uh, what it's about. Oh, oh, the, yeah. So I, um, yes, I, I published a book. Uh, it's available at Amazon. It's called Loof Balloons. Um, our pen name is C.L. Joe Lee. That's our first initial. Our, that's our grandparents' first initials. And then Joe and Olivia combined to a name there. And um, yeah, so it's it is it's kind of a it's a young adult. Hunger Games kind of divergent type thing. And it's, yeah, the premise is it's, it takes place during a pandemic. And the only way that people stay alive is blood donations from children, but the immunity has begun to wear off and there's something evil lurking behind the scenes. And what is it? And oh, oh my gosh, oh. so much excitement. And that one's based on a true story, right? I'm just true kidding. Story. <laughs> when I just finished my first draft of my new book, which is, it's a ghost story in the vein of uh, Stephen King, H.P. Lovecraft. And the premise of that one is uh, it's uh, a guy died in the mid 90s when he was a teenager in a small Nebraska town and became a ghost. But unfortunately, uh, the rules are uh, every morning when the sun comes up where you died, you are reset to that location. So he can never essentially it's Groundhog Day. He can never leave his small town. Um, he's stuck in the same shitty like mid 90s fashion that he died in and almost and 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 he's very lonely because he he doesn't know why but almost no one else becomes a ghost like uh so as the book begins a teenage girl becomes a ghost in a car accident and he kind of shows her the ropes and they realize that maybe something's going on 
that's uh, maybe some sort of ghost is is causing trouble in this small Nebraska town, and maybe they have to get to the bottom of it. So nice, I, I love that, man. You and do they do any like morning F three ghost workouts? Is there, is that making oh, it? so <laughs> there is there 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 is there are a lot of F three references. So there is um, they notice that there's like this malignant dark silver kind of like entity that attaches to children and that like once these children have this attached to them that that kind of like that that hints that the, they may be the next to, to perish and in the book i named that the gloom <laughs> that's okay awesome. we want so we want some royalties off of that one look no 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 <laughs> i'm gonna spell it weird you're not gonna get me <laughs> well that's awesome that's awesome and, and we'll certainly read i need to read your first one plague had mentioned to uh to it but to me before so i definitely need to give it a read um well, well let's kind of huffy, huffy keeps saying he wants the audiobook but that's only because he can't read so i don't <laughs> uh you know well fair enough he'll keep waiting for that. pony can't well, read let's... either so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well whatever let's let's segue into <laughs> whatever <here>. man <laughs> i don't really have a great comeback for that um so in terms of leadership let's kind of just touch briefly on like the acceleration to where you felt like you're ready to take on leadership and maybe we just start kind of at the genesis after that first post you know how long did it take for you to get really plugged in and what was kind of the catalyst there well again that's that's where my shortcomings are a bonus to me because i became super addicted to f3 right away and uh you know just like i mean like now, my wife's morning schedule that first year was such that I could only post Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Uh, so, you know, I just developed kind of my spots that I would go. So I would always hit, I would always hit Coliseum, Coop, Oracle, Rabbit Hole. Like those were, those are my boom, 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 boom spots. Never missed them. I mean, especially the Coop. But that was more just like, you know, Toadstool's one of my best friends. And I knew he had just started this thing. And I just, you know, I wanted to be... And at Coop, we don't always get the best numbers. So I always wanted him to know that he would always have one guy there, rain or shine, that was going to like get his back. And uh, and so that's that's why I did that. And then, you know, he came to me uh, after a while and kind of asked me to take over. And that was le that was less me wanting to be a leader and more just like, I felt like I'd gotten so much out of F3 that it felt like kind of the least I could do, you know, like. Like I've, I, I felt like such a freeloader going to all these workouts. Cause I also like, I don't do particularly large amount of time because again, that's, I'm not, again, I'm not a super in shape dude. My workouts are kind of silly. Uh, and so I'm like, you know what? I, I can do this. This is in my, I can, I can do this. Uh, I mean, as, as people that would, I, and then I'm going, okay. Now, anybody that tried to read Coop Backblast will know that it wasn't perfect. I didn't get, I didn't get those up all the time, but uh, it ended up going okay. Nice. I, I, I was just looking for the Backblast and I didn't find it. So yeah, yeah you know, they're, uh, they're posted <laughs> occasionally, but now that's not There's my problem. So there you uh, go. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts about, cause you know, the whole point of this is to sort of reinvigorate male community leadership. The, I think some of the thinking is we do that by, you know, we teach you to lead a workout and then we give you other leadership opportunities. So do you feel like you gained or learned anything from that time as oh, a psych sure. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's, you know, there, there's something about like knowing that like blizzard rain whatever like i'm gonna be out there there was a couple times where where my wife was like you are an insane person because there were some thursdays this year where we really got hit by some bad blizzards and i'm like babe like look if i have to walk i'm I'm going because you know i know there'll be like a couple dudes that are there that want somebody to be there and uh you know i'm not gonna i'm gonna leave, leave them high and dry so that that kind of showed me that i was made of maybe tougher stuff than i thought well and then so now Pigpen has taken over and he was very reluctant because, yeah. I mean, if you can imagine a guy in F3 who is more opposite of Lansbury, and I mean that in a good way, like, because he is a mature adult who makes responsible decisions, who's not an insane person. Like it's, uh, but, you know, he's, he's a quiet dude, you know, and, um, and I, and he didn't, and when I first talked with him about it, he just didn't see himself that way. And so we talked about it a few times. And eventually I go, <clears throat> look, Pigpen, I know you don't see yourself that way. I see you that way. I go, other guys see you that way. Other guys see you out here working hard, you know, every week. Like, 
that's who you are. Like, and if you don't want to do that, like you don't have to do that, but don't say no because you don't see yourself as a leader. Cause you already are like you're, you are, you're out here every week. You're already leading. Like his word. Did, did you guys ever hear about his, his Q workout, the tribute to American cinema? Do you hear about this one? No. It, oh my God. I have never laughed so hard. He like, he's, does it with a very straight face he's like you know today is going to be a tribute to american cinema and i'm like oh here like martin scorsese like what are, what are we going to be doing and he set up four, four stations and, <laughs> and the tribute to american cinema was rocky one two three and four <laughs> like that was and i'm just like that's the greatest thing i've ever heard and it was, it was super fun and he had like he made it his own because he's he's a transplant from f3 texas and i think for a while he was worried that like maybe like he didn't know enough guys or whatever, but man, he is really, he is coming to his own in a way that has been super fun to watch. You, you know what I, I love about that, that story, what you alluded to there and, and, and actually what you had mentioned in the shovel pass was this concept of identifying someone that has an identity that is different than yours, just to kind of shake it up. You know, I think some psychics can kind of get in when you're looking for a successor, it's like, okay, I think that, you know, the woodshed or the coop has an identity and I want to make sure that identity stays the same and I can preserve that. I like what you did. You kind of flipped that on its head and said, well, you know, it does have this identity because of me, but it needs some more flavor to it. Right, right. So I, I really like that. And I, I think more guys should think about that too, as they're looking for either replacement. It doesn't have to be a guy that's, that's like you or the, the quintessential lead. I don't know, you know, for lack of a better term, quintessential leader. Um, it can be someone that's maybe not ready, maybe someone that's well, completely different than you. Well, you also got to remember, like, when we're EH and dudes, it does not necessarily behoove us to have them show up and see a bunch of dudes that, like, have, you know, chiclet six-packs, right? Like, you know, they, they want to see guys that, like, look like them and act like them to know that, like, they can do this. Because that's kind of the first big hurdle of, like, oh, Joe, I don't, like, I don't know if I could do that. I'm like, every, anybody can literally anybody can and the, but with our you know little asterisks that modify as needed but uh, i mean it's and that's and that was kind of my thinking there like he's he's one of those guys that like he gets up and he does not let anything defeat him he does not let anything put him down and to me like there's nothing more f3 than that so i'm like this this is the only guy there's got to be the guy yeah it's really cool too because we're we're kind of applying our our principles so like all all levels, right? So like not not only are we open to all men attending the workout, we're open to all men in in leadership roles, right? We're you know, I know a couple of sites um, are going to have some some hate guys take over the flag, which we don't normally see, and we've had some respect guys lead, and you know, so just making all layers of this thing open to all men and really um, showcase those principles. Well, and that's I mean, and that's such a wonderful thing about F three Omaha because I think if I had to guess how it's going to develop like we are so big now and have so many sites that i think we're going to be able to <clears throat> kind of get into that like micro site right of like you know like we this is a spot and we've already kind of got that with like you know we've got sites for if you're nursing an injury mm -hmm. we've got these respect pop-ups we've got you know god heck this morning scuba did a little uh ultimate pop-up over at west side like this oh. like people are just finding new ways to plug in that just are going to like, I guarantee you scuba got some guys that that pop up that aren't going to go to F3 otherwise. And now like, they're like, Oh, what's this? And you know, yeah. I love that. Yep. For sure. Hey, I, you know, we started asking guys a new question. So this is from uh, a COT that wait time and, and Tater did the Friday before the anniversary. Um, but it's, it's uh, so what, what did I think was important when I started F3 and what do I realize is more important now? Oh man, that is a very good question, man. I don't know. I mean, what I, I thought, you know, I, I had been feel like after my youngest child was born, you know, I, I gained a bunch of weight. I was feeling very old. You know, it was very much like I wanted to like, I wanted to feel like a young man again, right? I wanted to recapture that. That was important to me. That was kind of a big reason I got back into running and working out. And, and again, and that's, and that has been great. Uh, but I mean, I think if, if that is the reason 
that you do F3, I think your time in F3 will be short and or cyclical, right? Because it's, you'll do it, you'll get in shape, you'll stray from it, you'll gain the weight back, you'll come back, it'll be that pattern, which is fine. I mean, if whatever that works, but like for me, you know, I've definitely had to see that like these, these relationships are more important. I mean, these support, cause it's, I love, for me, one of my favorite parts is just seeing grownups be vulnerable. And like, like the two things that I love most about three is like seeing vulnerability and seeing people's passion. Cause like, I just, I just, that if, if you, if you see somebody talking about something they're passionate about, I don't see how that doesn't jazz you up. Like, and I, cause I don't like half the time after you guys, when they're talking, I have no clue what the hell they're talking about, but I'm like, I can tell that they love it. So like that gets me excited. Let's go. And so that's, that's what kind of brings me back. Like people in their COTs will be like talking about struggles they're having, how they overcame it. I've never had those struggles, but I'm like, man, it's great. You did it. Yes. Like we we did it. Like that's, that's, that is what I found to be important as time has gone on. Well, I guess in, in that same vein, and this kind of ties to another question we have, you know, if, if guys see you out there, how do they, how do they kind of approach you and say, well, what, what is Lansbury passionate about? What can I get him talking about that, that that's oh, going yeah. to. I mean, I'm, I'm easy. I am, I'm a capital N nerd. I mean, if you come to me with, like you want to talk Marvel, you want to talk Star Wars, you want to talk literature, new or old, let's go. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. Uh, you know, uh, any of that stuff is going to get me going. I mean, you, you get me in tugboat, start talking about WWE wrestling, I get a, get a comfy chair. Cause you're going to be there for a while, bro. Cause that's, that's going down. Uh, but no, I mean, for me, I just, I love hearing what other guys are, are excited about one to do. And then just like the, the thing I've been thinking about lately is like, is uh, art for art's sake. Oompa uh, had a good COT on that the other day where it's like, you need to, as you get older, keep making art in however that means to you. Like if you're, if you're an artist like Huffy and you can make these great, like do that. Uh, if you're a writer, do that. But cause, cause I, I can't tell you how many guys have come to me after the, the book and they're like, well, you know, like I, like, and they kind of look around sheepishly. They're like, you know, I, sometimes I write some poetry, but I don't let anybody see it. I'm like, Hey, George McFly, let me read your stuff. Like, why are you hiding? Like, like, let's go. Like, I don't write stuff cause I'm a great writer. I write stuff cause I got a story in my head that wants to get out. Like, like do, do that. And, oh, it is, it is going to really make you feel better. Cause, cause almost, and it's, it's almost across the board. Like every F3 guy has a super secret art that they want to do that they don't want to tell anybody about, but they know I'm a nerd. So they come to me and it's, it makes me happy every time I hear about it. That's awesome, man. I, that's really cool. I, I think um, I'm too embarrassed to say what my secret art form is. Let's go. Let's go. What do we got? What's your, come on, I, don't come on. Any, I don't have any talents. I think secretly I'd love to be a woodworker, but I don't know that I have the, the what? tools for it i don't know but, but here's here is the beauty of it you've got a day job your life does not depend on your woodworking so just have some fun with this yeah that's yeah people are like oh lansbury you wrote that book now is that your job i go if if i depended on the royalties from that book i would have been able to buy i believe 10 subway sandwiches like that's <laughs> like that's not that's not why we do it you do it because it's another part of you, like it's another part of you that you have to be true to and like live up to and explore. Just do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I do want to know sort of what uh, anything like when we do see out there, we'll ask you about uh, our art, you know, kind of secret hidden art passions. But also like for you, is there anything going on in life um, at this phase for you that you need maybe encouragement or prayers or just a nudge? Oh, on? I don't know. I'm just... I'm just always trying to like walk that line of you want to be the good dad who is there for like, cause it's like, we're talking about like the time commitment. Like I want to be the guy who takes the kids to the practice. I'm, I don't want to miss any games and the beauty, like I'm my own boss. So I never miss any games or any of that stuff. And I want to be the good dad, but I want to balance that with like, I I can't be true to myself and put my entire life on pause until my four-year-old graduates high school, right? Like it's like, I'm still a grown up with desires and interest and wants and my entire identity cannot just be, 
I'm a dad. I am a dad and I love being a dad and I love my kids. And that's a big part of me, but I have to still try to remember that like, I have passions. I have, I have, I have interesting things that I want to do. And I still find ways to tuck in. Cause like, cause people are asking me, they're like, Lensbury, like, how do you, like, when are you writing? Like, when, when does this happen? You know, when I write, I write once a week during the hour that my daughter is at soccer practice in the car, like a little creeper, like on my laptop. Like that's, that's, that's why all my chapters are like Dan Brown chapters with like a page and a half long, because that's all I have time to do. But like, you can, you can fit it in. You can still find time to be the dad. You can still find time to be true to yourself. Like this, this is not an either or situation. And that's, that's what I push up against. And that's, I guess that's what I still need motivation to to do. Well, you know what? I love that. And I, I think it's important to remember as you're saying that you, like your identity doesn't have to be this singular thing, right? It's a, it's a combination of, of all these things. And I think you're, you're attacking it, tackling it the right way. It's okay. I know that I, here's I'm a, I'm a dad. That's a big component of my life, but I also have this other piece of me to be true to myself. I've got to express myself in a creative way. I've got to go take care of myself and my fitness. I've got to see these other people do my job. And, you know, your identity isn't just dad. It is a, it's a big part of your identity, but it's all these other things too. And I think that's just a great reminder for guys. Well, um, I mean, I, and I think, and the danger is, I mean, if you are just plugged in and your whole identity is dad, those are the guys I see that when it's empty nest time, like it's the bottom drops out and you got to be really careful about that because it's, it's like anything else. It can become, it can become something that builds you up and it can be a crutch that can get kicked away. So you, you got to have a lot of different supports in your life. Yeah. Hey, uh, one other thing that, you know, so normally I'll, I'll listen to these episodes and then try to come up with a name, but since, uh, since you're a missionary, um, maybe that's what we, but I want to get your thoughts. What, what, if you could choose, not that I'll go with it, but if you could choose, what would you uh, title your, your episode of the gloom? I don't know. I mean, you guys have done this more than me. Uh, you're the, you're the missionaries. No, I don't know. Um, uh, no, I don't know. I don't, um, maybe just, uh, uh, Muppet in the balcony. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. That's awesome. Well, a- anything else that you would like to share while you've got the airtime, anything else we maybe didn't cover? Or... Oh, guys, this, this has been a pleasure. I love, uh, I love listening to this when you guys do this. It's, it is an honor for you guys to have me on. I, I know uh, this is not your day job to, to do this all the time, but I appreciate that you guys do. Cause I know, I know a lot of guys get a lot out of us. Thanks for doing that. Appreciate that, man. Well, let's let's do a little namerama here. I'll uh, I'll start us off. Brain of Clarity, thirty-seven. The plague. The plague. Tom ah. Worth, thirty-one. Pony Express. Pony. Hey. Uh, Joe Bradley, forty-two. Alansbury. Alansbury. And the, and there's no call sign, right? It's just you have kind of this. Yeah, it's 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 you know I I hadn't really realized that I even do that, but then like there'd be guys that I would meet that had never met me in person, and they, and they would see me and be like, oh, Lansbury, Lansbury. <laughs> uh, the only there is one call sign, and there is only one F three guy that does it, and uh, that's your friend and my mother goose. Okay. And mother goose, when he hears me, he will scream at the top of his lungs murder she wrote <laughs> okay all right nice maybe we can make Love that it. catch on it's it's <laughs> it, it's one of these days it's going to catch on it's going to be the, the new bagok for the coop it's it's going to be like wildfire love it hey thanks guys have a good rest of your yeah, day thank you both appreciate you thanks lansbury thanks guys <laughs>